episode of fade us the nfl draft special since we don't have anything to gamble on we went over some props last week we're going to break down the first round do a little mock with the three of us yes just the three of us we are minus the godfather today so it's just myself the square we got frankie overs and johnny parlays and johnny i know you wanted to update the listeners on what's going on with with the Godfather, it is not the Big C. We will say that at least mm-hmm. we don't think it's the Big C. But yeah, so um, thank goodness. Texted us earlier this week in our group chat. Um, said he's been putting off a ton of work for school, which I'm in the same boat currently. Uh, so I, I sympathize with him there. So he's got to get that done. Uh, but a, uh, a quote we're gonna pull from the chat is quote. I think I don't have Corona, but I took too much NyQuil, melatonin, and wine, end quote. So uh, (laughs) that's where the Godfather is currently at right now. Obviously, hope he can be with us next week. But uh, if we're being honest, after his Chase Young takes, I'm not sure we would have gotten productive with this mock tonight. So... uh, (laughs) You know, I'm excited to do this, though. Yeah, I thank him for taking a week off so we didn't have to spend four, 45 minutes debating the unanimous second pick in the draft. On Chase So that will be nice. Uh, like I said, we're going to run through all 32 picks, and we can discuss some different scenarios and stuff as we go. Try to get a consensus here, and then we can put out, like, a consensus mock that we have on the Twitter account tomorrow as well. So if you don't get a chance to listen to the whole thing, at least you can take a look and see – what we did all the way throughout. So we are going to be using trade shout out to pro football network, probably the best free mock draft service that you can use. Um, they allow trades very easy to use, very quick. So that's what we all, I believe what we all use to make this mock and what I would suggest to anyone using, if you want to get in a last minute mock before the draft later this evening. So we're just going to start it off right at the top. You know, these first two picks probably aren't going to need a lot of discussion with the Bengals. It's, Pretty much, I think he's already been told Joe Burrow that he will be the first pick quarterback from LSU. Yeah. Won me a lot of money this year during college football season with the overs and just LSU's domination. That's perfect. Domination word. had so many props <laughs> on him and the LSU offense in the national championship game. So it's going to suck as a Browns fan that we have to play against him. Because not only did did he win me a shitload of money last year, but he's also just really fucking good. Yeah, man. The guy had the best, what, probably the best college football season any quarterback slash player maybe has ever had. What, like 60 touchdown passes? I mean, and he's from Athens, Ohio. He's he's going. Yeah, not much else to say. 
best QB in the draft. And, and easy, it sucks he's got to play in the division <laughs> as a Browns fan. Um, you know, but yeah. in college, as Square said, he was such an easy guy to root for, tore up defenses. So, uh, it, it, but we'll yep. put it this way. If the Bengals somehow didn't take Joe Burrow number one, I think Goodell would have to make some executive decision and switch them with a Canadian team. Yeah, that fan base would absolutely <laughs> crater. You know, we don't need a whole lot of like analysis with that one. Just a very easy pick. And same mm-hmm. with number two, thanks to the Godfather not being here. Barring some huge trade offer, it looks like Washington is going to stay at two and take Chase Young, who they've been presumed to take from day one. Probably the best player in the draft, in my opinion. I'm, I'm not really afraid of yep. him, you know, the last three games that he wasn't really in the stat sheet. He was getting double and triple teamed by most of those teams uh, and still made an impact, even though he wasn't recording any sacks. He was still getting to the quarterback and forcing quick throws. So Chase Young's really a can't-miss prospect in my eyes. Another one who's just really not not too much else to say. I think I agree with you that he's the best player that's going to be available on the board, um, and I think he's way too yeah, good. Yeah, just to another DC kid coming home. Um, I agree with you. Probably the best player in the draft. Guy's an absolute beast when he isn't being bear hugged or triple teamed. So uh, I think it'd be. I, I would be interesting to see though if Washington were to get the right package, what it would look like. Uh, so that's something I guess to keep that's something I agree. to keep an eye on in about I mean, uh, what twenty less than twenty four hours from now. And right, and also who uh, who would be coming for that number two spot, and are and would they want to take a, another quarterback? I yeah, I think they'd have to know. be absolutely blown away to move out of there. Right. I know, like a, some rumors that I don't know how founded they are, but they've been kind of circling in, in Browns fans uh, mentions and things like that would be if somehow the Browns could get up to number two and get Trent Williams in that deal as well. And basically you come out of the first round with Chase Young and Trent Williams. I just don't see any way that's really possible that the Browns giving up a significant, significant. No. It's going to be a lot more than 10 next year's first and like a third round pick. It's going to be a lot more than that. Right, and at that point, in my opinion, I don't think it's worth it for the Browns to move that much to get all the way up there. But Chase Young, pretty much unanimous here at number two. So number three is where I guess I'm fairly confident in the pick that I would mock here. But this is kind of like where all hell breaks loose in my eyes because from three through six really is going to shape not only the rest of the first round, but it's going to shape the rest of the entire draft. So at number three, the Lions have a lot of decisions to make. They could take uh, the Ohio State corner, Jeff Okuda. They could take maybe the second best player in this draft and Isaiah Simmons, the, I guess, what do you want to call him? The Avenger from Clemson. They they could trade out of this pick if the team wanted to come up to take a quarterback. There are, they could take Derek Brown. They do need an interior defensive lineman. There are so many options here for the Lions. Frankie, if you were making this pick for the Lions, or who who do you believe this pick will be for the Lions? Yeah, I so the way the way I mocked this, I I had uh, I had San Diego as I like to call them trading into this pick, um, just ju- just because I think that the Lions do want um, Okuda, the corner from Ohio State, and I think that uh, they that he would still be there uh, 
in that sixth spot. Uh, I'm not sure what the package would look like, but I do have uh, – I, I, I think that the Chargers are looking to kind of grab their quarterback. Um, I think that, 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 it, that it's going to be Tua. I think that there's so much just kind of bullshit coming uh, surrounding this, the, that all of this injury shit with him. I think that, that, that Tua, if, if Tua is healthy, he was doing this for two years against SEC defenses. And um, I think that, 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 that the way I mocked it, that the Chargers uh, want to move to that, to that three pick or to at least try to move ahead um, of, of just, just kind of where they are right now to kind of steal that, that, uh, that, that next quarterback. Um, so the the way I mocked it, I have Tua going to the Chargers at three, kind of swapping picks with Detroit, and some and and obviously the 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 pick package would would look a little different than just swapping those two picks. Um, so I had the Chargers going with with Tua there, but I could just as easily seeing uh, Detroit just sit sitting tight <clears> and taking. Yeah, Okuda so that's well. uh that's what I have is Jeff Okuda, quarterback out of Ohio State, uh, with the line standing pad of three. I also. From what I've read, um, being in Michigan uh, right now and talking with a couple of roommates who are Lions fans who follow the team pretty closely, um, I think it's more likely that they stand pat and take either Okuda or, as Square mentioned, maybe shock some people and take Derek Brown, uh, who's uh, probably – I think he's one of the top five best players in this draft. Uh, the guy's an absolute tank for how big he is. Um, so I guess it's really what the Lions decide to do, whether it be Okuda or Brown. But uh, as it stands yeah. right now, I have Jeff Okuda out of Ohio State going to the Lions at three. Yeah, Frankie, what you brought up, I think, would be th- – that would happen in, I would say, eight or nine out of ten years. Because typically when you have when you right. have three quarterbacks <laughs> that could go in the top six picks, you're going to have a team that's going to – Correct. You're going to have a team that's going to trade up to grab one. However, this year's just a little bit different, I think, because you only really, in the top ten, have those three teams for three quarterbacks that need one. I don't really foresee Mm -hmm. Detroit, although I know they would like to trade down, I don't really see how they can trade all the way down, like if like if the Raiders, for some reason, wanted to make a huge move, or the Pats wanted to like trade their whole draft to make a move. I don't really see the Lions wanting to move down that far because of how dire this year is for um, Matt Patricia and uh, what's his name? Robinson, I think it's the general manager's name. This year is crucial for them to keep their jobs. So they're going to have to take they're going to have to take an impact player True. here. Um, and, and correct. I and just they lost Slay too. I, I think regardless, Okuda will be the pick here unless they take Derek Brown, which would be stupid. Um, I agree. But I I just think this is the one weird year that there there's really isn't a rhyme or reason for a team to trade up. I if Tua was healthy, 100% healthy, I think you'd see a trade up. But just ever the stars have kind of kind of aligned a little bit this year, where I don't think they're either one of those teams will need to trade up to really get what they want. Um, you know, I'll mention this now. You could mention it when the fifth and sixth picks roll around. The the GM of the Chargers, Tom Telesco. He said durability is very, very high on their priority list, and they spend hours on prospects' health with their doctors and trainers. And I think with how much he already be- or how much Anthony Lynn already believes in Tyrod Taylor, um, his ability to to run, move the pocket, you know that mobility, 
Um, yeah, he's not games. very good. Um, I think they would be okay <laughs> with a guy who has not – I mean, he's not the same player by any means, but has similar traits in Justin Herbert. So um, I think they would be fine if they ended up with Herbert, especially considering how much durability plays into it. I so agree. I, I, I would say probably Jeff Okuda stays here. The Lions don't move just because there really isn't any partners and they just stay here and take Okuda. Yeah, I'd be okay uh, making the consensus pick Okuda and, and just just like 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 you like you had said, if this was if this was any other maybe draft where you could be on the phone for what fifteen minutes before the pick and it's kind of super normal, it's just it 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 may not be the year for anyone to kind of be jumping up ahead of trying to uh, of everyone looking looking for their next exactly now number four, guy. Johnny, who picks here? I. In an original no, mock, no, 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 the team, the team. Oh, who picks? I have the Giants standing pat. <laughs> oh, fuck. That's, that's what I was looking for. God damn it. <laughs> Fucking shit. You blew it. I blew it, dude. Big time. Big time. Damn, All right. The, the G-man and Dave Gettleman. Who, I mean, last two, – Two years ago, the they took Saquon Barkley. <laughs> Last year, they took Danny Dimes. What are they going to do this year? I think that they, their offensive line was putrid. Uh, this is who I think is the best mm-hmm. offensive lineman in the draft. Uh, I have them taking Jedrick Wills out of Alabama. Um, I originally had this mocked, uh, kind of similar to Frankie. I had the Chargers trading up to four, uh, kind of in a similar spot and getting their QB, but – I think I'm not I'm not too sure what to expect from Gettleman. This is another team that could either get maybe blown away by a trade, but they also have some glaring holes on that offensive line. And Wills is a day one plug and play guy. Um, great talent. He's big. He's strong. Uh, real. If in a in a perfect world, if Gettleman's smart, I think this is the pick here. I also have have Jedrick Wills in that in that four spot. I just think that he's uh, like like Johnny said the, the the easiest plug and play tackle out of all these guys. There, and there are a bunch of really really fucking athletic big boys that can play in this league. Um, but I I think that that that, that Wills goes here. Um, and uh, like like Johnny had also said that this this is also a pick that is kind of speculated to admit that 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 could be on the move. But I don't think that uh, I, don't, I don't think that the Giants want to miss out on grabbing one of the premier tackles that that. Yeah, looking out of at track. the Giants roster, it's really not that terrible. But it's it not, doesn't it's make not sense. Yeah, it doesn't make no sense how bad they are. <laughs> right? It, it, that that that's a perfect way to put like it. They, it they could really use like a true number one receiver, <laughs> but they've invested. Money and and picks into so guys like Darius Slayton and Golden Tate in the last couple of years. They just committed right. a lot of money to Nate Solder. They drafted Will Hernandez early. They traded for Kevin Zeitler. So you have a couple spots in your offensive line that are good. Quarterback, running back, tight end, you're fine. Uh, Leonard Williams signed his franchise tag yep. today. He drafted Dexter Lawrence last year. You signed a couple guys at linebacker, Kyle Fackrell and Blake, Blake Martinez from Green Bay. Um, you, he hasn't had yeah, a, he, you, ever, he hasn't been bad. 
right? He he he, he hasn't had a, had a bad tenure picking players and designing this roster. Sign right? James so, Bradbury, uh, draft right? DeAndre Baker, trade for Jabril Peppers. Like they, he's acquired a lot of talent. Um, I know they signed Cameron Fleming, who they have, I guess, would be penciled in at right tackle right now from New England. He's more of a swing guy anyway. Um, Wills would be my number two tackle in this draft, but since you already have Nate Solder at left tackle, I think it makes a lot of sense for the Giants. You know, Wills played right tackle at Alabama, did protect Tua's blind side, but, you know, watching a lot of his pass sets, um, he, right. he just is really comfortable from that right side. Uh, super, super good with his hands. Oh, my God. I saw him toss guys with both his left and right hand uh, <laughs> multiple, multiple times. Uh, he's, uh, he's a good scraper getting to the second level, bouncing off the double team and, and getting there. Um, he doesn't really ever get beat. Um, I think he'd be a really nice fit in this offense. So I agree with you guys. Jedrick Wills, number four to the giants, which brings us to the dolphins at number five. They didn't move and both of their quarterback options are there. So mm-hmm. is this all a smoke screen or do they really like Justin Herbert? And, you know, I'll, I will throw this theory out there and then we can debate it. How long, I mean, since last year, since before the season even started last year, we've known that the Dolphins were going to tank and the mantra was tank for Tua. If you let your fan base believe for eight months that you're going to tank for this guy, and then it turns out, it turns out that you played played well at the end, too well, that you're not going to end up with the number one pick, but you can still get him. And then you pass on him. I think that's just an incredibly tough, tough sell to the fan base there that has been clamoring for Tua for, like I said, eight or nine months now. Yeah, I, I, uh, I mean, I, obviously in the Mac that I kind of brought in here, I had the Chargers training up for him. But if Tua Tungabailoa is sitting there at number five and the Dolphins don't take him, then Jesus. I mean, we we talked about substituting a <laughs> CFL team in, but you have to take him, man. You have to, to me. I, I mean, Herbert played against Pac-12 defenses and two a shredded STC defense. Granted, for only 10 games a season, but come on, man. The, the, the kid is unbelievable. So at five, I have, because in my opinion, I'm, I'm more so looking at this pick of longevity. And I, I'm not going to say I bought completely into the stuff about to his hip, but I think the pick here is Justin Herbert. Um I think two is a great quarterback. I'm not too sure how he's going to hold up maybe a couple years down the road. Um, he was fortunate that he arguably had the best wide receiver room in college football um, that yep, obviously he inflated did. some of his stats, but some of his throws he still he still were absolutely incredible making. And when we get to six, I'll give my reason why um, – I have my player going there, but I think Justin Herbert is just the, he's the safer play. I, th- I think he can fit right into that system. Well, I don't, obviously what, I don't know what they're going to do with Josh Rosen or whoever else the hell he's is on the roster. Um, so, well, Josh I have Rosen Justin can't Herbert play the NFL. out of Oregon going at five, you know, up until, up until but it is square. When did I do this first edition of this mock? Two days ago, I had Justin Herbert mocked <laughs> here. And then I I saw I know, some I've information within the last couple of days that has tilted me back towards Tua being the pick here. Number nah. one is that 
I've seen some reports come from Pro Football Network, um, the site that we've been doing this mock on, who, if you know anything about Tony Pauline and Ben Albright, those guys are pretty good when it comes to this stuff, that the mm. Dolphins owner, Stephen Ross, um, he has been talking as if Herbert is not in their plans, um, which, which is interesting. And then Armando Salaraga, I believe is his name. I think he's a reporter for the Miami Sun, I want to say. Um, that last name could be completely wrong and that paper could be completely wrong, but you'll figure it out who I'm talking about once you look this up. Um, the doctors did pass Tua in Miami. They did pass his, his physical or gave him approval or whatever the fuck you want to call it, um, which is a big step because yeah. they, they wanted to get him in to look at the day before the quarantine, I guess, went into effect or whatever happened, and he just never made it to the facility. So I never got to personally meet with him, but the fact that they were able to give him approval on his medicals, I think is a big step in the right direction. Um, and, and additionally, I mean, this has been the draft's worst kept secret. I know we saw that last year with Daniel Jones and the giants did end up taking him, but I mean, for so long, it's everyone has been Justin Herbert, Justin Herbert, Justin Herbert. Right. That's exactly I mean, what it's I, like. I, That's too much. Johnny, Justin you know, I, right? I like Justin Herbert, but we talked <laughs> mm-hmm. about it throughout the year watching games. I mean, this dude in, in like, it's like a, the flip of a switch. He goes from, you know, elite early round one quarterback to like, what in the fuck is he doing? Yeah. He's just, yeah. he's just very, <laughs> like, who is, very inconsistent. No you know, later on in the year, he started to run a little bit more and he was really good. Um, but man, I just ha- I have a hard time believing that maybe Miami hasn't been pumping up, you know, San Diego or LA to maybe trade up and kind of keep them from having to move to get to it. But in this circumstance, it looks like you know they might not even need LA to move up to take Tua. Um, I just think them passing him on his on his medicals a day or two before the draft is is big news. And they they have to keep this fan base health happy. I think um, I, I would take Tua. I think they may end up taking him as well. Now, do we do we think that maybe Miami Miami even just goes the the next best tackle route? Like maybe they take Andrew Thomas and they kind of wait to see if they can maybe grab one of their one of those guys at eighteen, even if like. Can Herbert even fall that far? I don't think so, and here's why I wouldn't do that, because they have so many picks. Like, and this may be a weird way of putting this, but with three first-round picks, like if they took, like, the next best tackle, so let's say they took Andrew Thomas, and then at 18, like, they take on a, like, Xavier McKinney. And, like, let's say they – I mean, they have, like, six or seven picks (laughs) in the top 80. If they draft all these guys, they're going to be really good next year. I know they have picks Mm -hmm. in the – I, right, they're going to be really good. At they're definitely, definitely not, not going to get Trevor QB. Lawrence next year. So, like, the, you're right. There's like a very right. fine line where right. they can, you know, keep all their picks and draft good players, or tank again for Trevor Lawrence. And I don't think that you can do both of those. And I, I personally don't think Jordan Love is very good. I wouldn't. I don't know if the Dolphins like would like him, him or not, but I, I would definitely rather just stay here and take Tua or Herbert instead of Love. My gut just leads me to believe that it would be two at this point. I'll go. I can agree with me that. Me too. All right. So Tua goes five, and then 
are we – I know, Johnny, you said you had a player at six. Is that Herbert? I wonder Herbert who that or, could be. <laughs> is that Herbert or another player in the circumstance? In mine, I had two of. And okay. For the reason that – kind of you brought up that Anthony Lynn really likes Tyrod right now. So I feel like they would be comfortable with – I mean, kind of be in the same situation of the Browns with Baker. I don't know how long. Obviously, the fan base probably pressure the Chargers into – wanting to play Tua, but if they did have anything that they kind of just wanted to get his feet wet in a few games and maybe just sit behind Tyrod for a year, it's more so like a safe pick, and you're also getting your quarterback for the future. So I had Tua to the Chargers at six, but obviously you guys have a different pick. Right, and then like I said before, I had the Detroit Chargers swap. So if if this is the Chargers pick, I think they have to take uh, Herbert, which would be the next uh, quarterback available on on our list coming through here. I think that uh, guys, the Chargers might be a quarterback away from giving the Chiefs a goddamn run for their money in that division. The Ch- the Chargers can fucking play, and they like they they just got Chris Harris added onto that defense. They're wearing the powder blues again this year. Like, I think that the Chargers can contend. I agree. And with how much Anthony Lynn does like Tyrod, I think that gives them even more room to maybe take a shot here on a right. little bit more Correct. raw quarterback like Herbert and let him sit for a little bit. Right. You get, I agree. All the good ones exactly. do. Exactly. You let him sit, sit for a year, get a little bit more acclimated. It is going to be a little bit of an adjustment going from the spread offense over in Oregon to a more of a pro style offense with the chargers so that, you know, you're getting high character, you're getting healthy, you're getting a smart football player. Um, he was a biology tutor. Right. I don't know if you guys read the article came Shout out, out science. The, it came out in the fall, but it got <laughs> re-released. I can't remember who it was. It might've been Pete Thamel. I don't remember who wrote it. Um, really good article on him. He's a smart kid, hardworking kid. So I think the Chargers would land a, a real solid player here. I know we talked a little bit about his game. A little bit inconsistent, but he's big, strong, uh, mobile, prototypical quarterback. I think he's a little bit more accurate, better decision maker than, than Josh Allen, but a very similar play style in my opinion. Agreed. Agreed. So that brings us to number seven. And- so through the first six, Joe Burrow, Chase Young, Jeff Okuda, Jedrick Wills, Tua, and Justin Herbert. Brings us to pick seven. guess – you could say, like, the three best players available would be Isaiah Simmons, Derek Brown. Um, that would suit Carolina. And maybe, like, C.J. Henderson, something like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, a lot of mocks before this had Isaiah Simmons going to four. He begins to slip a little bit. Um, does his slide end here? Or do the Panthers maybe pick up, I won't say, like, a direct Luke Keekley replacement, but a player that's going to do a lot for that defense? In the mock that I made, I I have Isaiah Tom uh, Isaiah Simmons uh, going going to the to the Panthers at this pick. I just think that just as the draft board kind of dwindles to this, I feel like that that kid is just literally just fucking dynamite. He can do absolutely anything you want him to do. He can he can he he can play one on one corner if you want him to. He can play high safety if you want him to. He can play inside linebacker if you want him to. Um, so I I have Simmons here, but um, that's the that it, it's definitely open for debate because there are a lot of studs that, that, that are going to be sitting there for the Panthers who are just in complete rebuilding mode. So 
taking the best available player is for sure going to be the a Panthers. Yeah, MO I agree with Frank. Game. I have Isaiah Simmons. He's one of my favorite players in the draft. He can, you can, you can put he him in. So fucking good. Kind of, he honestly kind of <laughs> reminds me of Jabril Peppers a little bit. You can put him in oh, a linebacker spot. Uh, oh yeah, uh, he. <laughs> you can put him way in, better. Bring him into the box as a linebacker. <laughs> you could put him in pass coverage as a safety. I mean, he's faster than shit. Has great ball. Yep. He has. He's got great ball he's skills. So good. I mean, he's this, so good. I wouldn't be surprised if I saw Derek Brown go here, but Isaiah Simmons, in my opinion, is the best. Is the best player on the board. Me either. Here, me so, either. Uh, Isaiah Simmons to the Panthers. Yeah, and when I was when I was thinking about this pick, it really was between Derek Brown and Isaiah Simmons. If you look at it, the the defensive line talent in the top of the second round will still be there, or they can acquire. Not a player maybe of Derek Brown's level, but they can acquire a talented player. You're not going to get a chance to get someone anywhere close to Isaiah Simmons in the second round. This but is a this no. is a Panthers team that yeah. is rebuilding. <laughs> it's pretty evident that they're going to be rebuilding here for a little bit. Um, they don't need to draft for a need here. They can draft the best player available in Simmons. I mean, you're, that's your weak side linebacker in your base defense. And anytime you go sub, if it's third down, he's going to blitz, cover a tight end, cover a running back, cover your slot. You know, single high safety. He can literally do right. He can literally any, do anytime. everything in a sub package. <laughs> everything that you could want out of a player, he will do in your sub packages for you. So just depending on, you know, the team that you're playing against. So I think it's really a no-brainer pick here. Isaiah Simmons, seven to Carolina, which – Right, exactly. if he's there, you have to take Number eight to. with Arizona is where things could start to get chaotic. I know we, we've kind of we, – we've come to a pretty good consensus here with a lot of these picks, but there could still be a lot of movement in that top five. But number eight right here is really where I think things are going to start moving around pretty significantly. Um, Arizona just acquired DeAndre Hopkins, obviously, from the Houston Texans. They don't have a second-round pick, and there's been some rumors that they would like to move down and get a second-round pick back. Um, any thoughts to what Arizona does here? I have – My mind <laughs> – Go ahead, John. Pregnant pause. I have um, – I have them <laughs> taking Derek Brown, DT out of Auburn. Uh, I, this was a spot I wrestled with about a possible trade back. Um, I wasn't really sure who the team – would be that would move up probably a team that would maybe want to start the run on receivers. Um, but I just feel Arizona, you know, they're maybe a couple years away from, uh, from getting it together. But I mean, you're going to get one of the best players in the draft at eight. The, he absolutely clogs up holes. He's a great run stopper built like a truck. I have Derek Brown going to the Cardinals at eight. So on mine, I have the Cardinals shoring up uh, an offensive an offensive line position because um, I think that the Cardinals uh, showed definite life of being able to drop thirty on you it, when when Kyler Murray has the time of day. Um, so I have I, I have this pick looking like um, uh, like an Andrew Thomas or a Tristan Wirfs type player. Um, I I think that, that that the Cardinals look to maybe grab uh, just kind of a, a, a staple tackle um, at this eight spot, but but I can I can also absolutely see them maybe trying to kind of uh, drop out of this pick as well. 
Yeah, I went back and forth with this so many times. Actually, so many. In the the first edition that I did of this mock, um, I had them trading out with Denver, and mm. I believe I had Denver coming up, giving up picks fifteen, forty six, and one seventy eight. Denver trading up to take Jerry Judy. Yeah, I, I and can see that. I can, I can tell you the haul that they would get <laughs> there. If they would end up with Javon Kinlaw and Antoine Winfield with their first two right. picks, which would be disgusting. <laughs> um, but I think with with how it's shaken out here, like like Frankie, you said, I think it's going to come down to either right tackle or Derek yep, Brown yep. here. Um, I would lean Brown ever so slightly because they did just re-sign DJ Humphreys like a three or $42 million contract on the left side. And they signed Marcus Gilbert from Pittsburgh, who's not great, but he will do enough to start this year. Definitely going to be better than what they had last year. Um, and I think there are some right tackle options later on in the draft that they could look at. Um, I think they would like to maybe trade back here. And then you do pick up that second round pick potentially that you could look at, but I think a player like Derek Brown, who maybe they would not expect to be here, I think would be really hard for them I'm to going pass to the Cardinals being the consensus here for ours. Very good. Okay, so Brown goes eight here to Arizona. Number nine, Jacksonville, is where I have my first trade coming in. Same here. And that's basically the identical trade that I just mentioned. That would be – Denver trading up to nine in order to take Jerry Judy. Um, they would basically need to not hop the Browns at 10, but hop the Jets at 11, the Raiders at 12. Those are the teams that you're going to need to jump. And with all the tackles still being there, I find the Brown. I don't think the Browns are going to trade out. I think they'll stay there and take a tackle at this point. So I could see them, the Denver trading up. And I actually had them giving up 15 uh, 46, which would be their second round pick, and then a fourth round pick next year to trade up to number nine to take Jerry Judy. So I have the same scenario as well. I have Denver trading up to nine as well. Ooh. But I have them taking Henry Ruggs. Um, I think I, – I don't – for some reason, the way Ruggs plays, it is just like – <laughs> I don't know, man. I get a little stiff. Um, I know they've, they've, as I'm sure you guys have heard too, um, I know Daniel Jeremiah, shout out to him, Sutton. has mentioned that they want to pair another receiver with uh, Corwin Sutton. So it's pretty evident the Broncos are going to make easier. a wide receiver pick in the first round. Who that is, it it honestly, I think I think it's one of the Alabama receivers – um, I think maybe it's Ruggs just because he's a little faster than Judy. Obviously, Judy's taller, much stronger. Arguably, his hands are better. But, uh, you know, I guess we'll see what Frankie says. But uh, I have uh, Henry yeah, and Ruggs this one, uh, the Broncos uh, in a trade uh, with Jacksonville. On the package, um, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lean Jerry Judy here. I just think that this thing that I've seen from Jerry Judy is just – above and beyond just kind of college receivers should, should, should be able to make those plays. And Jerry Judy is just fucking unreal. I've, I, I have, I have no, no quorums against anything mm-hmm. that Johnny said about rugs that kid can fucking play. And he's the next couple of picks here. Um, but I, but I like uh, the, mm-hmm. uh, if, 
if you're putting together a package to go get someone, I think you're putting that package together to go get Judy. That's fair. Yeah, I'm good with making that the consensus. Me too. I think, you know, I, I do like the potential to move for Ruggs. I Correct. just think Ruggs Correct. might be a little little bit more likely to be there at 15 than Judy was. So I think if, if you're going to make that big of a commitment, I would think it would be for Judy, but I could definitely see it being Ruggs as well. Um, Frankie, if you said it was going to be Ruggs, right. I would and, have definitely and, agreed with right. the consensus <laughs> there. But since since <laughs> – since we kind of swayed it the other way, we'll go Judy there at 10. Or at number nine, I'm sorry. So, number 10, Here the Browns come go, into play. Brownies. Let's go. All- so, big pick that they have to nail here. All three of the next best offensive tackles are still on the board. Yeah, man. I, they basically I, get their pick of the litter here. Andrew Thomas. I think that that guy's seen SEC defensive ends. Um, and that I, I, I don't know. I just I, – I, when when I think that uh, you have to you have to absolutely nail this pick. So I think that uh, like Worfs Wor- is there and Beckton are there, but I I I like Andrew Thomas out of the dysfunction. So a quick timeout. Uh, we're doing we're on the Browns here in our mock. Um, re- the currently on this <laughs> man, the uh, twenty fourteen draft is up, and the Browns are about to <laughs> make. The worst first round oh, pick. Oh no! Uh, for those listening, that would be uh, oh, Justin no. Gilbert, cornerback out of Oklahoma State. Um, <laughs> I remember thinking this was a good pick, and I'm not really sure why. Did he have I like a couple a interceptions pick. that were cool? Um, but yeah, that just a quick timeout. Was he a part of that like tip keep it in bounds <laughs> interception? That's all so, over. Real... <laughs> like what the? Heck? He was not. But but real quick, before we get back to this draft, going off that draft, yep. two things. So that was my senior year of high school. We had a scholarship banquet at school. And so I was sitting up there, and actually the godfather was with me. We were all sitting in the back row, and my dad was texting <laughs> me pick updates as we were going along because he didn't go to that shit. There was no way he was going to go sit through all that. So he's like, Browns trade out of four to with with buffalo buffalo took sammy Watkins. like we traded back and picked up whatever pick they picked up i can't remember whatever it was but i was like awesome finally all this shit wraps up i haul ass home i turn into my neighborhood and i'm listening to the draft on my phone and i hear you know with the eighth pick the cleveland oh. browns select well actually they so they trade up i believe uh. from nine to eight yep so i'm like holy shit they're gonna take johnny and I'm listening. I'm listening to it, and I hear <laughs> Cleveland Brown select J, and I'm like, "Fuck yes!" Who the fuck is Gilbert? Oh my no! god! I'm like punching my steering wheel in my car. Justin Gilbert. I was oh so god. fucking mad. But yeah, what it's what two just awful picks back to back. Andrew Thomas was my pick, so uh, but yeah, back to this draft. So Andrew Thomas, give me that. That was down. your okay. <clears throat> So Johnny, what, what I think would it. not be an awful pick. Beckton's Beckton has the most upside. I have Makai Beckton out of Louisville. <laughs> um, this guy, this guy could, this guy could move a mountain. Um, he's built like an absolute tank. He'd be a great plug play uh, for the Browns week week one, opposite Jack Conklin uh, to shore up the offensive line. Uh, he's my number two behind Wills. 
Uh, this guy, I think Browns fans would love him. I love him. He would definitely be my preferred pick at 10 over oh trade out. I am praying they don't trade out of this pick, just knowing the all uh, their offensive tackles that are below. Square before you board. go, just so, uh, add, on, on my original block here, I have Becton going to Cleveland at 10. I just – we, uh, my, my original mock had Andrew Thomas a little higher. Um, that's why I kind of slid him into that. Him a little higher than Beckton. But on my original mock, I had Beckton going to Cleveland at 10. Just needed to make that aware. <laughs> I got you. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I, now when I say I watched right. tape, like I did, but I didn't watch like, hours of tape on these guys but like i spent some time looking at what i feel are mm. almost maybe like the top six consensus by the right number offensive tackles in this draft class um the top three were all very close i said jedrick wills was my mm. number two right i have andrew yeah. thomas as my number one and it's <laughs> He's really so... close but i think An- andrew thomas is just so so good in my opinion he's super super strong really quick burst um Strong punch when he initiates contact with defenders. Even when he overcommits, he's really quick to come back and, and make sure that he you know, is getting his hands on his guy. Um, now, he will give some ground against bull rushers. I saw that on some, on some snaps. But he's super high energy, never quits. I think he's the most NFL-ready out of any of these guys that can step in. Yeah. That's definitely what the Browns need. I I love Makai Becton a lot, and I will talk to talk a little bit more about him when he does get picked. I don't want to spoil everything right now, but I would lean Andrew Thomas because I think he's a little bit safer of a pick in this situation. Gary, that's a, that's... Um, I think Makai Becton has the highest ceiling, but as of right now, I, it, Andrew Thomas is is my top tackle in this draft, um, and I think the Browns would be pretty happy would be pretty happy to take him here. Uh... Johnny, are you okay uh, agreeing with so us you'd be on okay, Thomas? You'd be consensus? okay yes, with oh, Thomas oh, as yeah. a okay. Okay. So <laughs> Thomas goes ten here to the as Browns. long as it's a top four. As long as it's as long as it's here's my thing. I've been mm. I don't dig into tape as much <laughs> as uh, the square here, and I'm gonna. Oh, I don't what, dig into it as much as other people either. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna t- trust your word a little bit more. But my thing is, is I uh, as as. Right, I agree. Fan. 100% agree. I just want them to end up with one of the top four tackles because if below oh, that, so right. that gap is way too big. Like I'm, I'll get into it later, probably after the we talk about this. But if if it's if it's Ezra Cleveland, I'm I'm gonna no, go to there's, Cleveland and there's no throw way myself off the 480 bridge. Right? Yeah, that's where I have. Them. Yeah, we'll we'll <laughs> save Ezra Cleveland for the end of the first round. They better not. <laughs> I, I have a lot of – I have some good information on him, so we'll get to that. Uh, 11, the Jets. I see the Jets really going one of two ways. It's either going to be offensive tackle or it's going to be wide receiver. I don't think signing George Fant, who has been like the swing tackle in Seattle for the past, I don't know, however many years, I don't think that does anything to inspire confidence in their offensive line. Uh, I know they have Chuma Idoga at right tackle right now. He was a rookie last year, played a little bit better as the season went along. Um, but with how deep the receiver class is, I still think they can get a guy like maybe uh, KJ Hamler, Jalen Rager, someone like that in the beginning of the second round where you're not going to get that elite offensive tackle. I think they actually might like Tristan Wirfs a little bit more here than Makai Becton. Um, 
the Jets may be a team that would play it a little bit safer here. Like maybe Becton's failed drug test could push him a little bit down the board too. Um, Worfs, who I wasn't incredibly impressed with after watching tape, I consider it more of actually a big three than a big four. I think Worfs is a little bit below those top three guys. Again, that's just my opinion on watching this. I think he's a solid guy. He's not like super spectacular or anything. Um, you can tell he's a little bit undersized for the position. He does get out punched sometimes. When he does get to the second level, there were just seemed like some plays where he's just like looking around trying to find someone to block. Um, it, it was really kind of odd watching a couple snaps like that. He is super strong. Um, I don't know if he's like a mover or a blocker. And the way I'll explain that, I didn't really know the best way to explain that. Um, like mm. I consider Andrew Thomas a mover. Like he's going to push people out of the way. Uh, I didn't really see that with Werfs a whole lot. I mean, he's super strong at the point of attack, but I don't – and, again, this this could be completely off base because I, I'm not watching hours of tape like some of these other guys. I didn't see him really moving guys, but he is very, very strong. So uh, I, I would think maybe so, Tristan Werfs here. Uh, I have him as my fourth tackle, but I think the Jets, the Jets could like either go like in that. one or two ways here with this uh, sharing up uh, Sam Darnold's uh, help on the line or giving him some type of – you put the ball into someone's hands who isn't going to just be with the ball. Um, so I, I have not going with uh, the opposite direction as you. I have not going with CeeDee Lamb. I think that you bring that guy to the Big Apple and you bring the lead playmaker on onto the offensive side of the ball where Sam Darnold can just throw bubble screens for three downs and that guy could get you 10 yards every single set if he wanted to. Um, but but I, I'd be completely open to kind of uh, – the Jets leaning more towards the safer side, like you said, grabbing one of these offensive tackles that's that's just going to sit there and be Sam Darnold's guy on the line for maybe eight eight nine years. Um, but in in the draft that I'm looking at here, I have them taking the next best wide receiver, so I like Lamb going to the Jets here. So uh, I. Uh... I have the Jets taking the other Bama receiver here, Jerry Judy. I know we had the uh, consensus with Denver at nine taking Judy. Um, I like Judy and Ruggs more than Lamb. Uh, I feel like plug him in. He's another – he's a great receiver to help out Darnold a little bit. Obviously, I know I wouldn't be surprised if it took offensive line here. But – I think they just they, so they, they need to get more, a little bit more weapons for Darnold. So that's why I went with Judy here, here. and then we'll kind of settle there. So, uh, yeah, right. Yeah, you're it both is. on receivers, so it's I, more I mean, whether I'm you're cool with that as well. Like I said, it's really down to want to try to kind of solidify your number. Uh, one I would. I would probably lead lean lamb here but i could see rugs going here as well um with, with those are the top two re, i guess receivers available i know you had judy going here but he's gone johnny if mm-hmm. you had to pick between lamb or rugs who would you lean here for the jets um probably well, here probably let's, lamb, let's make... but i mean if we're just on the topic of lamb Right, and, and I have the Raiders going up, right? Like, pick, I, like I have either the one, we can interchange land. here, too. So I'm, yeah, so I'm okay mean, with think... that, too, Johnny. Either either way, we want to make this can like a consensual yeah. pick. 
I'm I'm okay with sliding either one of the two into either. I I I like Lamb a little more than Rugs just just from just the playmaking ability when he yeah. has the ball in his hands. Um, that to the edge. I think that the 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 hands are kind of a little similar. Maybe Lamb a little bit more. Um, Rugs Rugs obviously has the speed, but he has the speed over maybe everyone in the NFL. <laughs> but uh, but. I I just lean Lamb just a little more playmaking style, um, but I but I I I could be okay either way here, and and I'm even okay just kind of sliding both these two already into the next couple picks. <laughs> yeah, they're definitely going to be the next two picks. I think I think the Raiders are definitely going to go receiver at twelve. Um, especially after Anderson, probably time. Lamb does go eleven. I think Darnold needs more of a true number one receiver. I see, I see yeah. Lamb. Yeah, I see Lamb is more of like a, like a true go to red zone receiver than Rugs. So I'd leave Lamb at eleven, and then Rugs at twelve. Um, in in my mock, I had Lamb going there because um, I had the Jets going tackle, but obviously uh, the Raiders don't need a tackle. And I don't see them trading back when they're going to get one of the top three receivers here. So I, I agree, Rugs probably here at twelve. Gotcha. All right. So number thirteen, the 49ers who one thousand percent want to trade down. That has been probably the if you know some of these other um, like interests in some of these players have been bad kept secrets. Then I think. You know the the 49ers wanting to move down is definitely up there as well. Um, I could see you know I had a team mm. like Atlanta moving up here for CJ Henderson in this situation. I think there might be a little bit more value there for the 49ers if like a team like Miami, who now is looking at these top two tackles on the board, trades up from 18. They have so many picks that they can offer here. Um, you know, they could trade up and take either Wirfs or Becton, and they're jumping Tampa Bay, who wants one of those tackles as well. So you're going to you're gonna get, I mean, just tremendous value here um, as a 49ers, you know, front office. You get so many picks here, a good value bevy of picks here for Miami. Also, you could have Atlanta move up for, for C.J. Henderson. You could have Miami – move back up if you needed to, to take one of these tackles as well. Um, I don't know if you guys have any opinions. Yeah, on maybe so what I'm a, I, I can definitely agree with you uh, on, on the mock that I had, that I had for us. I didn't have a moving out of that 13 position, but I'm, I'm definitely okay sliding Atlanta into their position, but on my Mac, I, uh, on my mock, I did have Atlanta taking CJ Henderson anyway. So I'm, I'm okay sliding that Atlanta pick up to 13 and then and then grabbing because Henderson's def, definitely that 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 top three DB that I mean at, at Atlanta I don't I don't even I don't even know what I don't even know what to say about Atlanta right now who knows what the fuck they're gonna be up to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I had in my mock um, Atlanta's another organization that I think. Um, they have some good pieces, but they just can't put it together. So um, I have them trading up with 13. Uh, I did not have C.J. Henderson going here. I actually, who um, 
One of my favorite players in the draft that I don't feel like he's getting enough that love here. I have so the Falcons taking Caleb on Jason out of LSU, the <laughs> linebacker. That kid, he is like a – he's a torpedo. He sees man, he hits man. That's all he knows. Um, and it's something that the Atlanta defense could use. Uh, they didn't really have enough – that defense wasn't really that tough. And uh, stuff I've read about Atlanta says that they – kind of would need enforcer. Um, I think Atlanta does go defense regardless of where they pick. Uh, but I'll agree with you guys that Henderson um, will be the consensus pick here. But uh, I, I I don't think I would be in – it maybe would be a little I've, bit shocking. I've, I've, the the reason why I have Henderson is I just think that the DB is going to be crucial there because, right, you're going to have – uh, Mike Evans and Goodwin and that offense, right? And then you have to deal with yeah. Michael Thomas all two two times a year. That's just why I, I think they have to go there if they want to just even maybe try to salvage mm-hmm. some type of division record that's not going to be abysmal, right? One and five, I'd like. So that's just why I lean yeah. a little bit DB instead of maybe um, in the box there. But uh, <laughs> Claymont Chason is a goddamn missile. That kid can play. <laughs> Yeah, I, I do like Jason yeah. too here, um, but I think they signed Dante Fowler, so I think that at least takes them out of dire need for an edge here. They did cut uh, Desmond Trufant. I believe <laughs> it's Desmond or Marcus. Marcus. No, it's Desmond. They cut Desmond Trufant. So they they really do need a corner. The only corner that they have is uh, will be third year in the NFL, Isaiah Oliver from Colorado. Um, that's really their only – Okay noteworthy there. corner on the roster. I think Henderson fills a huge need here. So the the way I had the way I had them moving up was giving up sixteen, their third round pick this year, number seventy eight, and then a future third round uh, to jump up a couple of spots here to take CJ Henderson. So at number yep. fourteen, looks like uh, Tampa Bay is going to get one of the tackles which they so desperately need. Um, they need a right tackle. Werfs, I think, as a right tackle is probably the best fit. He's the most NFL ready. You need to be ready to go here. He has signed Tom Brady. Um, I think Werfs probably fits in perfectly. This would probably be the absolute ideal scenario for the Bucks. I don't think it will happen this way. Obviously, we're not, you know, draft experts over here. We're just doing the best we can. I don't I don't think Werfs slides to fourteen, but I think they would uh, yeah, electronically sprint to the podium to with this pick of well. force were available. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I don't have too much to add. I, uh, I know the squares watched um, a little bit more of the footwork more than me. Um, so I, I feel like we're kind of slide slides into them, but Tampa Bay is absolutely hundred percent taking one of these tackles. That's going to be sitting there, which is a, which is, which is a gift, which is a gift for them with what Beck did so or fucking sitting there. <laughs> oh yeah. So uh-huh. in my mock, I have Miami trading up to fourteen, but pretty much now I have Miami taking one of the tackles at fourteen. I can see either way. Tampa I can see because they're both taking a tackle at, at fourteen or eighteen. Because I have uh, Miami I've, taking a tackle yeah. down there too. Yeah. So I know I know it was already a consensus pick, but I have Miami at fourteen taking Andrew Thomas. Um. I agree with you guys on the sense that Werf's situation, it's probably better for him in Tampa, but uh, Miami needs a tackle. I don't think they've made, I don't think if, if 
it were in this scenario, it, there would be a bad pick with either Worfs or Thomas, but I have Thomas uh, mocked to the Dolphins here. Yeah, and I don't, I don't see. I mean, the me either. The Dolphins yeah. could definitely trade up, but I don't think Tampa Especially would trade when they out Sydney. of this pick because they do need a tackle. Um, I think they would just stay there. Yeah, I, I mean, I had Beckton, but that's because I had, and I had Beckton in my mock, but that's because I had Worfs gone already. So I think Worfs here makes a lot of sense. So fifteen, the Jags trade down, and I think they probably still get the player that they may have even taken at nine. Um, one of my favorite players in the draft, so one of my brother's favorite players in this draft, Javon Kinlaw out of South Carolina. Oh, my God. he's so. I actually think he's better than Derek Brown. I don't think he's going to go higher than Derek Brown. But I think Kinlaw would be just an extraordinary pick here for Jacksonville. You just traded away Calais Campbell. You're going to get an elite interior defensive lineman here in Kinlaw. Fantastic story, too, coming from poverty to being a first-round pick. Um Speed to power, excellent. Gets after the quarterback, good in the run game, awesome hands. Kinlaw's a beast. I think again, this would be another pick where the Jags would. Yeah, no arguments on my side. This is and, and, and this dude uh, just has unlimited potential too. Like this guy can just slap away any any of these guards or centers. So I'm 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 a hundred percent okay with 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 Kinlaw getting down to this pick, and and I agree with you that this may have been who Jacksonville would would have wanted anyway. Especially with Campbell and now Ngakwe won the fuck out of there. <laughs> I'm getting fucking killed on these consensus picks. I have uh I have Jacksonville taking CJ Henderson here. Uh they also are one of those teams in desperate need of a corner. Um obviously it's either them or Atlanta. I think it's a race to see who gets in first. Um I mean, uh, I don't really have much else to say. I can't. I agree that Kinlaw is an absolutely outstanding player. Um, I don't really have much else to say. I mean, I've Kinlaw. If we just want to, I, I agree with you guys that uh, the pick here would be Kinlaw to the Jags. But uh, I'd Kinlaw to the Niners in the next pick at sixteen after I'd, them making a trade with Atlanta. Um, just another, I mean, you slot him on that defensive line. I mean, they don't technically need it, but, I mean, at this point he's the best player available and would only make that defensive line much nastier. So, Kinlaw this goes here good, yeah. to the Jags. 16, Sam Fran. I would agree this because, is, uh, like, they don't, I, like – I think they trade down again personally. <laughs> I think – Man, they they need to acquire picks, and in in my mock, um, I had Philadelphia trading up actually to end the slide of Henry Ruggs. Obviously, he's gone here. Just anyone Um, who can. I think that'd be a perfect fit for Carson Wentz on offense. Sean Jackson is ancient, can't stay healthy. (laughs) He'd be Sean Jackson. Ruggs would really be prolific in that offense. Um, However, those receivers are. Yeah, those those receivers are gone, so T. I don't Higgins. know if Philadelphia would make that big of a jump for a guy like Justin Jefferson or, or Denzel Mims, T. Higgins, someone like that. I think they'd rather wait. Fine, though, um, fine, though. I don't think they Darius have a third-round pick this year that. because of the Darius Slade trade. Um, I, I think maybe Miami could trade up here just to keep a team from trading up for Mekhi Becton. Um, 
you know, you could you could do something fairly easily here um, where they just move up a couple spots. So they would go from 18 to 16 and give up maybe pick like 70, something like that to trade up uh, to take Becton here. Or you you could just have San Francisco stay here and take who I think is probably the best interior offensive lineman in the class and Cesar Ruiz from Michigan might be a little bit too early for them to take him, but they don't really have any needs. I mean, they could take a receiver, but again, I don't think it's, it's might be a little bit early to take any of those receivers. Um, they did trade away uh, DeForest Buckner to get up to 13, right. <laughs> but there's no really interior defensive lineman they could take here. Their linebacking core is solid. They might need a corner, but it might be a little bit or, early for corner. I think they could draft for need here, and I think Cesar Ruiz is a lot better than people are giving him credit for. Started at center as a freshman at Michigan, which is really hard to do. Um, He's been outstanding ever since he's been there. So um, I I think Ruiz would be a really nice pick here for San Francisco if they stayed here or if they trade back. Love it. (laughs) Yeah, this this pick is really hard. My mock didn't have any any type of trade here, and – and like San Francisco is so well, they're like they're they they were so well built. I I their 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 team needs are just are very minimal at this point, right? So I I don't know. I I would think maybe like do, do they want to maybe grab one of the weapons that are available, or they do they want to just absolutely sure up a line that's just gonna that that's just gonna be dominant because they don't need any help on defense. <laughs> Yeah, I'm good with just making. Uh, I don't really know. I'm just. I'm. I'm the odd right. right here. I, um, yeah, I. I just. I'm. I'm trying to look for a trade here too because I know San Fran will want to trade yeah, out. Yeah, that's what right. Um, because I, is there I, a team that wants to jump Dallas maybe for uh, Chase on here? Is there a team that needs an edge bad? Like maybe Jacksonville uses these extra I, picks. They make back to back picks here and they take an edge. Um, maybe Miami trades up to make a to take Chase on. They jump Dallas I here. I have Chase on. Um, they use twenty. Here, like, they use twenty six and, and some and other most pieces. Of the I have. I have they Dallas. Keep eighteen. Chase on's definitely the next guy gone here for if if Chase on's there, Dallas is taking him. Yeah, yeah I, I mean Chase on's there. Dallas is taking him. That that's who I would have going seventeen. So I'm trying to think, like, if there's any players that, like, a team would really want to trade up for here to jump some of these teams. Um, you know, maybe does does the Saints, do they jump all the way up here to get ahead of a team like the Raiders, take Jordan Love? I mean, there, there are some options here. I just don't – I don't know this is, what you guys are thinking. Right, like, this is this is where it's just throwing. This is where shit's going to get actually, wild. I, I mean, like, could, could like, the Pats take- yeah. Could the Pats the, the Pats could trade up to take Dor- to take Jordan Love. They could definitely do that. Um, I mean, I, right? And like I said, my pick's I gone, so I'm just trying to think of what would be mo- most plausible here. So here. I, yeah. I didn't. I don't know here. I'm a what, <laughs> what's our consensus, gentlemen? Because I feel I well, I feel like I just I I, I feel like San Francisco is looking to yeah. This, like, is, I feel a, like this is a tough one here. They're they're not they're not going defense, right? So I feel like I feel like San Fran keeps this pick, and I'm I I'm okay if it's Caesar Ruiz or or if we if we want to grab one one of these in in, in, in interior linemen because they don't need tackle because they're fucking yeah. <laughs> but I 
I don't know. I'm a, I, I'd be okay if we, if we want to make the consensus Ruiz, but I don't because I just do we if and, and unless we want to make another trade down here for San Fran. I mean, shit. Could we yeah, see Pittsburgh I trading see, into six I don't teams, see any. Possibly? I mean, they would have to give up so much to get all the way up here. Don't have a first round pick because they're at forty nine. I believe round here. To be honest, there's what six teams who don't have a first round pick: Indy and Pittsburgh, and someone like I don't, I don't, I don't see right Chicago. I, I don't. Yeah, yeah something Houston, like that. I don't, I don't see those guys finding a way. Chicago, Houston. I'm sure Bill O'Brien. Yeah, Bill O'Brien, O'Brien will find a way to get Deshaun Watson off his team somehow. Not even making a first round pick. <laughs> okay. So, so here's here's the here's the few scenarios that I would okay. throw out that I would consider likely. So you have San Francisco who stays here and they take Caesar Ruiz. You have Miami jump up two spots and they take Makai Becton. You have either like Jacksonville or I don't know, maybe even New England, someone like that, that trades up for Chase on to jump ahead of Dallas. Um, you have the Saints or New England that jump up to take Jordan Love. Um, th- those are really the only scenarios that I can think of. Or you have like Miami. Miami, Miami gives up like 26 and – like 39 and a later pick or some shit, and they keep 18 and they trade all the way up to 16 and take I'm back okay then. With then you make another with, pick at 18. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. Those are the, those are the few options spot, that I would throw out there. And then just kind of carrying on from there. All right, bet. Boom. Yeah. Okay, we'll do that. So Ruiz goes here, 16 to San yep. Francisco. 17, well, it have- sounds like... Yeah. Frankie, you were thinking the same thing as me that Jason comes off the board here. Gianni, I know you have you have him gone already, so do you think that would be an option after the here for the Cowboys at division, 17? Man. Yeah, I can definitely see that. They're uh, just adding an absolute well, had- dude. Yeah, they didn't really – which is kind of surprising. Dallas, to me, always just seems like a team that will always find a way to get dudes like this but never really right, does. Well, and and- that <laughs> – I didn't have him mocked here, but that definitely makes sense to not me. Not not a bad pick. At Who all. did you have mocked there? <laughs> I had Xavier McKinney, the safety out of Alabama. Okay. Or to take the ball See, away. That, right? No, that that you either need someone to get after the passer, or you need a safety because right or, or yeah, Byron or Jones is gone. Jeff Heath is like four hundred years old and sucks. Um, <laughs> so I, I would Jason, well, I, well, it's. Yeah, so I, I, with, I would right, probably lean like, edge rusher. Daniel Jones is going to have a full another on, year, yeah. and he may be grabbing an improvement on the offensive line. I think that that the Eagles are going to be really fucking good next year. I think that the only way Dallas can contend is if uh, is if uh, they put Carson Wentz in some situations where he needs to get the ball out even faster than he was last year, which was fucking incredibly fast because the guy was on his ass every fucking throw. But – I I I just see Dallas here trying to get someone who who can get to the fucking ball. Jason goes here seventeen to Dallas, eighteen. I think this is probably where Makai Becton slide ends. I had them taking. I had them taking Josh Jones here, the offensive tackle from Houston. 
Um, but Kid's since good. Becton was gone, and my if he's there, I think they would probably have to take him. I mean, that's kind of a no-brainer. I know, Johnny, you said you really like him. I, he'd be my third tackle in this class, but he's real close. I mean, he's I, – I explained it to Kiss our group message. <laughs> he would be like the guy you would create on Madden that, yeah. like, just, like, ragdolls people – He's like you make like your your quarterback like seven foot four hundred fifty pounds and he's like a ninety nine at everything. But he would be like if you made an offensive lineman. He's just he's so big. He's so athletic, so powerful in the run game. Like I saw one knock was like that he doesn't finish blocks. But that's because he just like forearm shivers people and they just fall over. He's so so good. However, I think he. I mean, evidently it's he he's super raw. Um, there are times where he relies on his physical tools a little bit too much, I think, and his technique is poor. Um, he doesn't have a ton of traditional pass blocking reps because Louisville ran that weird offense last year where they ran a lot with their quarterbacks. And uh, he, there were, there were stretches mm. where I was watching him where he was like just a guy out there. Like he wasn't the elite tackle that he shows flashes of. So a little bit of right. inconsistency. I think a team like Miami can afford to wait a little bit and they Agreed. get I'm okay maybe there, maybe the best sure. tackle in the class here. And Mackay Beckton slides with them at eighteen. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Giant. I, I had them uh, this is my trade where I had Werfs uh in a trade Oh, with so you Tampa. had Tampa Bay moving back. Yeah. Okay. So, so I'm Beckton completely goes, okay with yeah. that. <laughs> Um, so I there and there's uh, there's so many options, right? There's I don't know, there's Ken Murray to the the cornerback Terrell from Clemson, uh that, that one Penn State edge rusher, uh gross matos, that kid's crazy too. I don't know. There I I feel like it kind of falls in there. Patrick Queen, LSU, the linebacker somewhere in that I'm okay with any consensus here. I, yeah, I have defense here. This is a corner. I, he, some mocks he's not even in the first round, but I really like him. Um, I have them taking uh, the Gladney kid out of TCU. Um, he's obviously as a Pac-12. There's not you're not really a Big Twelve. Jesus Christ, aren't gonna have mm. that good of corners. Um, I was kind of torn here between either him or Fulton from LSU. Um, but what like is the square set not entire like I, I think John Gruden and Mayock could pick literally anybody. Yeah, oh, last year they surprised uh, us when they took um fuck what's me. his face from Clemson at number four. Um the edge, what's his name? <laughs> uh uh Yeah, I neither can I. I'll think of that here in a minute. So good. Uh, Josh Jacobs was a pretty easy to predict pick uh, later in the first round, and then they t- who's the they also guy? took the what safety the from Mississippi State again, who I can't remember who was hurt all year last year. Um, but this here, I'm looking it up right now. This year kind of feels like receivers pretty Clint, evident with Clint, these picks. Oh, they took a guy like uh, Rugs here in this he mock. Cleveland Farrell, yeah, Cleveland Farrell. That's who it was. Cleveland Farrell. And then who was the safety? Oh, oh Abrams. That was the uh, who he was, was the uh, Jonathan star, Abram. wasn't he? Yeah, John Abram. <laughs> yeah, so 
I really think this this could go like one of two ways here for the Ra- or one of three three ways really. Um, I could see corner. Mm. I could see linebacker. I know they did lose a couple linebackers, or I could see Jordan Love going here. I could see Gru- Gruden mm-hmm. falling in love. With too many people have compared him to Mahomes. He's big. He's strong. <laughs> too many people have given super, him the Mahomes super talented arm. Just makes terrible decisions. Yeah, so I, I, I could definitely see Gruden falling in love with a guy like this, but they keep talking up Derek Carr as if they are And they very, and they brought in Mariota, so I've already I stray forward, from the It's just a bold face line. I'm I am i am okay with any so corner I, or linebacker you guys want to come to a consensus on here. I see. I would be fine with Gladney going here. I think a lot of these corners they're going to be graded a lot differently for a lot of teams. Um, I had him going twenty-five to Minnesota. Um, truthfully, corners are a position that I haven't watched a ton of because the Browns don't really need any this year. Um, I've focused a lot of my attention on what the Browns need. So a couple years ago, was quarterback. This year was offensive tackle, so I think we like, we like him over Fulton. I think he ran pretty well at the combine that the Raiders could I like think... a lot. So I'd I'd be okay with that. Really? Pick. Yeah, I I actually don't have Fulton going in the first round. Um, I think he's going to be a guy that falls a little bit. He's undersized. Um, Terrell and a lot of these other like corners Johnson, seem to Utah's like a lot. Bad. There's been a lot of buzz about another the kid Alabama from Clemson, kid. Uh, AJ Terrell. Diggs. Yeah. There's been there's been a lot of talk about him, the kid from Auburn, Diggs. There's been a lot of talk about those okay. kids and I'm, not as much about Fulton. Okay I think Fulton's going to probably slide to, to the second round. Um, I'd be cool with Gladney if you want to get on board with that too. Perfect. So we'll go Gladney here, 19 to the Raiders. Number 20, the Jags. So they traded down and they took Javon Kinlaw. Um, 20 is where I could see another corner coming off the board. They still haven't replaced Jalen Ramsey or A.J. Bowie, Bouye, whatever, yet. Um, yeah, I'm okay. I then. think probably the guy that has surged the most as a corner is one of the ones I just mentioned, A.J. Terrell from Clemson. Had a pick six in the national championship game. Yeah, so I'm I think they okay could get two impact defensive players here in Kim Law and Terrell here to help that defense out. Patty the Queen. other thing I could yeah, see, and not too. to interrupt okay, you, Johnny, either. would be a, uh, a linebacker. Um, I could see Kenneth Murray or Patrick Queen here as well. So I have the I have the Jags uh, making a trade with the Vikings. Uh, Another corner who, who I'm okay with going. I have the Vikings at 20, uh, picking Jalen Johnson out of uh, Utah. Yeah, another corner. Another team that yeah. needs a corner. Um I think they could get him. Pro- they could probably get him just staying at twenty-two, and probably get another guy at twenty-five as well. I'm um, even okay with. But I definitely think the pick here, regardless of team, is uh, a corner. I'm okay with. The- yeah, we can make we can make that swap like twenty-two and one hundred and five <laughs> for twenty. Something I'm even like okay. That. That's like, that's what, that's exactly what the actual said, trade that I have. Uh, I'm okay with putting Jalen Johnson in that Minnesota <laughs> twenty spot if you are square. <laughs> you'll we'll, we'll go with the trade we'll swap that we'll uh we'll move minnesota up a couple of spots um we'll give them jalen johnson here 
Has the uh, the corner has from been. Utah, dude. And then twenty one. Uh, yeah. This is your pick here, Frankie. Uh, I mean, guys, I, this there's, is fly there's, Eagles fly. There's, there's, yeah. there's, there's I know wide who, receivers in this. I know who I would take. Just unbelievable. And I think that the Eagles are really set up to kind of give the NFC a goddamn run for their money. Um, if if it's me, I want Justin Jefferson. I think that he's he's the most elite guy that that's left. Um, I I. He's fast, and I, I he 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 runs the slot well. He runs the X routes well. Um, I I I would settle with 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 Justin Jefferson here. Um, if I I'm I don't want the I I don't want Lavisco from Colorado. I don't want Jalen Rigor. Um, I'd be I I'd be maybe okay if it was like I, I no I want like maybe if if T Higgins is taken that's okay with me as well. But I, I'm I'm in between Higgins and Justin Jefferson here. But I mean I please give me give me Justin Jefferson the guy caught balls from from Joe Burrow who's probably uh, right he's 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 kind of on the same arc as, as Carson Wentz here kind of taking over a franchise that absolutely needs someone to be their star. Um, how do you guys think this goes? It has to be Justin Jefferson, dude. It has to be. <laughs> I, I, he's so good. He's so I think Jefferson good. is the, I, I, he was one of my favorite players besides Burrow in college football. So good. Like, uh, the fact oh and most, I don't think most people know about this. Obviously now he's twenty years that, old. Um, this kid was a two-star recruit at LSU and is probably going to be a first-round pick. I mean, this dude. Yes, one hundred percent. Eagles need the Eagles need speed at the receiver position. It's a. I think they regardless, it's a receiver Every pick position. here for the Eagles. But I mean, this dude is love. It's I Jets. Really. He's a great target for uh, Wentz, and it has I, if, to be if that I was Kelly Eagles Green. Fan, like, as come on, you are Frankie, give me Justin I would, Square. I would Help me love out. a Justin Jefferson in the green. Right, rugs. Oh my god! If I get rugs, I'll be fucking. So oh. I originally had the Eagles oh. trading up for rugs, and then I had, uh, I had the, yeah, right. I had the Niners taking Ruiz here, so they they took him at sixteen in our consensus one. It has to be Jefferson. No, enlighten um, me, please. That's pretty pretty easy. The one thing I'll bring up: Did you hear Denzel Mims' <laughs> comments about Philadelphia? <laughs> Everyone should he be said afraid. He was basically afraid when he was there to visit of the city. So, um, perfectly funny, fine. Well, some, some funny some story there from Denzel Mims about visiting Philadelphia. So you could basically cross him up before. There's no chance off, he's To be honest so, with you, yep, I think he's absolutely perfect for everything. The the quick slants. Carson Wentz gets that ball out way too fucking quick, and he. Oh my god, the, yep, the so bubble he'll... screens and the slant routes. And it's just, I think that I think that our offense will be set up perfect for him and kind of Miles Sanders to take over as the, as the playmakers on this team. I agree. So I had I had Jefferson going twenty two to the Vikings. Boom. So I think really need a receiver after trading Diggs, but definitely here the Eagles mm. swoop in. And they're they're able to grab yeah. him. Uh, twenty two. Now we just had the the Jags move back two picks. Um, the Vikings traded up for Jalen Johnson. Um, I think the Jags again. Yeah, I, um, I, I have them I taking agree. corner I, before. I'd be okay I, with sliding, I think it's down to either corner uh, or linebacker here, here for Jags uh, or or uh, Pat Queen. 
Um, I think that those, those are probably the two guys that these guys will be kind of tossing within the airs with, uh, um, between kind of these team meetings here. Um, either one of those guys I'm okay with settling on. I guess I'd, I'd lean a little bit Kenneth Murray. I think he's just a little bit more athletic and maybe can be uh, drop into coverage a little bit better. Um, but, I, but I'd be okay with, with either of those guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I had them going <laughs> nice. linebacker as well. I, I, it was the two guys that you mentioned. I wasn't really sure which one, so I put both. Um, I guess I don't – maybe they surprise us and maybe take um, – maybe they go mm-hmm. with some, like, a gross matos on the edge. I don't really think that's the fit here, though, for Jacksonville. Um, so I'm going to say it's pro- I would say uh, a linebacker here, whether it be Queen or Murray. Okay. Yeah, I, again, I had a corner mocked to them before, but I'd be fine with a linebacker. I actually like Patrick Queen a little bit better than Kenneth Murray. Mm-hmm. Um, Showbert and, and Patty Queen. Before. They did That'd sign Joe Showbert, and they do have Miles Jack there, but they do need another linebacker. Um, I think corner corners a little bit more of a pressing need, but I I could get on board here. I'm okay taking Pat Queen one here. of these linebackers. Yeah. Either one, it really doesn't matter to me. I would have Queen a little bit higher than Kenneth Murray. Works for me. Mm. All right, so Queen here, <laughs> oh twenty-two God, no. to the Jags, <laughs> twenty-three, the Pats. What the fuck do they do here? This I I struggled with this pick. So yeah. so much. I have absolutely no clue what they would do. I know they lost a lot of linebackers. Mm-hmm. Kenneth Murray here could be really fun. Um, I don't know if maybe they look at a uh, yep. um, McCordy replacement with one of these safeties. Uh, yeah. They could take offensive linemen. They could take a guy like AJ so, Vanessa, so who kind of fits their yeah. mold of like an edge guy. They could take Jordan Love. There's all kinds of options here. Yeah. So. So I got a um, – I also was wrestling with this pick. Um, I got two roommates um, from Boston. Boston sports fans obviously love the Pats. Ah. Um, they said, um, just kind of branch off a little bit, they're kind of hoping the Pats trade up. And uh, I don't I – mean, they didn't – they weren't really sure who to, who the player would be. They wouldn't mind, like um, – a raw like one of the receivers that's very good, or maybe even like a CJ Henderson, perhaps, or a Gladney or a Johnson. Um, so I have mm. the pet, Jesus Christ, that right, kid's my good too. Freezing. I have them taking uh, Yatur Gross Matos from Penn State, um, edge guy, <laughs> obviously. I mean, I saw that dude live when he ate Michigan State's lunch. Um, he's a beast. He is – I feel like he's one of the more slept-on guys in this draft. Um, I feel like in, especially in that system with Bill, um, you know, mold him into the Patriot way. Yeah, so, so on, also so on my mind here, Epineza, I have Epineza going. Uh, um, as well, you but, can uh, easily I have, uh, talk me into Gross Matos. That, that, that is definitely an animal as well. Um but I, I, I would see, I would see Belichick and, and their group kind of, kind of leaning the, the defensive way here. I could also see like 
uh, Xavier McKinney maybe getting taken here or or someone of that stature. Um, but uh, I'd uh, I I would lean more close or uh, Epinenza kind of edge edge rusher here for New England. It really depends on what they want to do here if they do decide to go with this defensive line edge pick because Epinesa tested so poorly at the combine that it sounds like he may be a 3-4 defensive yeah, end yeah. Um, and he's not going to be a stand-up edge. Where Gross Matos could probably probably play, um, can play. that edge position there. Um, I know they just drafted Chase Winovich last year who they really, really yeah, like. Um, but I, I think – Gross Matos would be a fine pick here. I had Epinesa marked, but or mocked here. But it, I again, I'm not super sold on what this pick would be, and they lost so much. I think yeah, me as well. Um, probably be okay taking an edge guy here that's going to be a little bit more productive for them. So I'd get on board with Gross Matos. um, I I feel like Wood Giants have just kind of mold him into the page way. Seems more this kid's kind of. Um, and I think that him just kind of wreaking havoc on Big Ten offensive linemen um, kind of plays more into his favor. Could be. I guess, Wouldn't... do you think, do you guys think, or, or, or like Jared right? Stidham last year, do you think that they would bring in Love more so just like, to see him like, or do you, or possibly next year with Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields? Like, so me and my friends have been talking so, about so it in other group messages that it makes well, total and, sense and that the Patriots it, would somehow it, end up it, with it, one of those. It makes way too much sense for the Patriots draft. not to end up with with one of those guys. That that just like that's just what my brain has just taught me to kind of think about how the Patriots would conduct their business. But also coming into this season, I don't like. If the Patriots are like the Patriots might go seven and nine this year and then find themselves sitting at like 12 or 13. Right. So I don't, I, I, I can't talk myself out of yes, but I, I, it's going two and 14 this year. Can you, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) See here, here's my thing when it comes to the Pats and, and Jordan love. If you told if you told Bill Belichick that he could either draft a quarterback in the first round that is big, strong, prototypical, good arm, uh, makes bad decisions and turns the football over too much, or you right. could sign a hey, right. exact player in James Winston, exactly. I think you'd rather sign. I think you'd rather sign right. that and player at least, and at least save we the draft. Throw the football and throw it accurately sometimes, right? We have no idea what Jordan Love can do. <laughs> and they they right agree they would have done they would have done that already i think so i i think they'd be yeah. more inclined to to build around the roster okay, so gross matos here i think is a good yeah, pick. Jo- johnny you brought that up i think that's good so 24 24 the saints um i had kenneth murray mocked here i believe or no i had patrick Queen i'm, mocked I'm okay with going murray um, then so I think Jordan loves sliding a little bit. I did as um, well. But I still think Murray's probably a little bit more likely here. So we'll go Murray here, 24. I know we've talked a little bit about him, so we won't go too in-depth on the pick. They do really need a linebacker, though. Uh, 25, the Vikings, they just traded up for a corner. I think they could use a receiver here. Um, I don't – I was trying Feeling. to think of who would complement 
uh, Adam Thielen the best. And I think Mims would be a, a good compliment. Yeah, I also Mims. think uh, the guys like Jalen Rager or KJ Hamler, um, maybe even Chenault, some guys like that would compliment him well as well. Uh, Johnny and Frankie, I don't know if you have any ideas of, of what receiver they would like to target here because I think they pretty much have to go receiver. The only other thing they could do is, is double down and take another corner because they did lose Mac Alexander and uh, the kid from Michigan State, who I can't think of his name, that signed with Cincinnati. Trey Waynes, yeah. So they, they could double up a corner if they yeah, really wanted I, to, but Trey Wayne, they also need a receiver pretty badly. Originally mocked here. This is this is where I had um, Fulton from LSU mocked originally, but I'm I'm definitely okay with trying to find someone to kind of to try to find the the Diggs replacement. Um, so I I'd be okay with like uh, I I feel like Jalen Rigor from TCU or TCU might 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 be the top guy left. Um, but I could be easily talked into Denzel Mims either. Yeah, Mims is good. Mims can play. Uh, oh, Ayuk or what? How you say Arizona that? State. Um, Ayuk, Brandon, yeah. Brandon Ayuk. Um, I don't know if he's really a good compliment. He's smaller, though, isn't he? Feeling. He's like only six um, feet, I think. So I'm, I'm gonna say. Yeah, I'm gonna say. I'd be okay to uh, put a Denzel Mims from Baylor. We will go Mims here. <laughs> Maybe he thinks Minnesota is a little bit safer than Philly. We'll go yeah, Mims. you'll win less games here. Twenty-five to the Vikings at twenty-six. The Dolphins, who have very quietly picked up, maybe who could be, maybe has the highest ceiling. He stays healthy, the number one quarterback in this class, and <laughs> it all pans out maybe with potential the number one offensive tackle in this class. They can take, in my yep. opinion, either the number one safety in the class in Xavier McKinney or maybe even the number one running back in this class in DeAndre Swift. I would probably lean a little bit more towards McKinney. I should think they can get both, a little bit of foreshadowing with what I have in my mock coming up, but I'd probably lean McKinney here. Um is really kind of a do it all safety. You can do a lot of different things for them. They need so help I, so even I after signing McKinney Byron Jones in the back end of that mock as well. So, um, so I'm I'm definitely okay with McKinney. That 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 in my opinion is definitely the best safety in this class. I mean, I want to consider Isaiah Simmons a safety because he can definitely play safety. Um, but uh, I'm 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 okay with Xavier uh, with uh, Xavier McKinney here and. And if if those if those are your three picks, holy fucking shit, Miami did an unbelievable job, and they should hire us. <clears throat> so um, I already had McKinney off the board going to Dallas at seventeen. Um, I know I wasn't really sure if I wanted to maybe toss in one of those safeties or maybe some D-line help. So this is this is more this is probably my boldest pick of the draft. Um, ah. I'm going with JK Dobbins out of Ohio State. He's better. Um, he is. I personally think he's the best running back in the draft. Um this is I know it's it's kind of a kind of a stretch here at 26. Um I think Miami can go a bunch of different ways here. I more so made the pick honestly in my mock just cuz I wasn't sure. I was more so just going just to fill a need, um, but I'm. I think if they slotted in 
uh, Xavier McKinney <laughs> oh, that defensive backfield. Daria Xavier Howard. Um, I mean, that could be that 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 would be a very very good oh, defensive back. And Xavier, oh my God. Yeah, and Byron Jones. I mean, Jesus. <laughs> That'd be I'm I'm okay with making that Xavier uh, Xavier McKinney. Yeah, and after losing Nick Fitzpatrick and what he went on to do with Pittsburgh, I feel like safety would. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So we'll go McKinney here, twenty six to Miami, twenty seven Seattle. Johnny, what was your stat on Seattle trading out of the first round or trading down or whatever it was? Yeah. So. I don't, I don't remember his GM's name. Josh Schneider's head, but he has good. traded down. John Schneider. John Schneider. He has traded. He has traded down in eight straight drafts. So naturally, I have them trading down a spot with Baltimore. Uh, damn it! Well, I fucked up my mock. Um, I actually had Baltimore trading up a spot to twenty-seven to get Kenneth Murray. <laughs> but I already had him gone. So ignore that. I have Baltimore trading up here. I I think Baltimore is going to go defense. Now I got I don't really know who, but uh, yeah, I have Seattle trading down with Baltimore. So I had Seattle trading out of the first round, actually with Miami. I had Miami coming up and taking DeAndre Swift. I actually think there's a little bit more likely scenario now. Um, because I had Jordan Love off the board. I think a team like Indy would love to trade up and take Jordan Love, um, let him sit behind Phillip Rivers for a year. Oh, perfect guy uh, to learn from. And then on, you not can groom him to be your starter of the future. They have some perfect high guy to learn from. I'm not, I'm not how to turn the ball over. <laughs> exactly. My guy, Phillip Rivers. Uh, you also have Jacksonville, who's accumulated some picks. They could trade up if they wanted some competition for Gardner. Um, I don't think Seattle makes this pick, honestly. If they did, it would probably be Epinesa. Um, if they're okay with his medicals, maybe like a Terrell Lewis, maybe even a Josh Uche from Michigan, um, an edge because they lost Clowney. They're going to need some guy like that to replace him. I don't, I don't know. What do you guys think about potentially a trade here? Because I know, Johnny, you had, you had that trade. You had – Baltimore coming up to take Kenneth Murray. I had Baltimore taking Kenneth Murray at 28. Yeah, I box, definitely so didn't know seems that. Seems like we may have a trade here. Which is, uh, wow, super enlightening. So so uh, we, we don't have to worry about where I mocked to Seattle taking anyone. Um, so I'm okay with them definitely trading out of that pick and most likely trading out of the first round entirely, most likely. Um, so I'm okay with any scenario you guys want to come to. <laughs> I'm just I'm trying to look at the board and see like who would be a potential trade up candidate. Um, I don't know if maybe the Lions would want to move up and they could even take a guy like Epinesa there. They do need another guy opposite. Um, fuck, I know everyone went to college, but I can't remember the kid from Arkansas. Um, fuck, they signed up just for the this year. Huge contract. Hmm. Uh, last year, I will. He went to Arkansas. Oh, Arkansas Ed doesn't Rusher. help me. <laughs> you know, fuck. Why can't I think of his name? <laughs> Let's see here. Oh, Trey Flowers is a stud. Jesus. Trey Flowers. That's that's who I was looking for. So they're not they're not we, making the we pick. Have any we know that. Here, what Seattle would do. <laughs> Uh, 
Um, because I, I, I've I heard that, some rumors about Green Bay potentially when... targeting a quarterback, and so a team, a team may want to jump up ahead of Green Bay for a quarterback here, and I think that fifth year option, you know, and this is something that I don't think has been talked about maybe at all in a Ever. year like this where. God only knows if we're going to fucking play football. I hate to say that. But if for somehow, some way, this season accrues a year of time on a roster, you're going to want that quarterback in the first round compared to the second round because you're going to get that fifth-year option out of it. So you're going to have basically an extra year to carry that player. So I think I think Love has to go here in the first round. Um, I think Seattle's a perfect trade down spot. Yeah, I'm going to roll with whatever you guys say because I'm not at this point in the first round. I feel like this is where a lot of trades are going to happen with teams that weren't in the first. So, mm-hmm. I, 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 yeah, I, I, yeah, that's what I was going to say. I, I, All right, let's, I didn't let's go with the Colts, hate, uh, Indianapolis trying to find a way to grab one of these quarterbacks. Um, and it seems like they're a lot of people seem to like Jordan Love, so that that's okay. That I, I'm definitely okay with that consensus, and I'm definitely okay with another team that isn't a team that I like taking Jordan Love because I don't know how great he is. So let's say right, thir- thirty-four and forty-four yeah. to trade up to twenty-seven for Jordan Love. So the Colts take him there. And then 28, we have Baltimore. There are a couple different ways they could go. Like I said, and Johnny, like you said, we had Kenneth Murray going here. Linebacker is a big need for them, especially in the middle. They lost C.J. Mosley, what, two years ago to the Jets and didn't replace him. Um, They could go with a 3-4 rusher here because Matt Judon was franchise tagged and he could be on his way out. They could even go receiver, but I don't think they would go receiver. I heard Daniel Jeremiah on part yeah, of this week say they could be looking at a running back potentially um, with how much they like to run the ball. Um, they could take, you know, one of these offensive linemen, maybe even start them off at guard after Marshall Yonda retired. There's a whole lot of options here for what, for what Baltimore may do, especially since those top two linebackers are off the board. I don't know if maybe they would like a Zach Bond out of Wisconsin. Again, like a, a Josh Uche, Terrell Lewis, if his medicals are okay, someone like that. You guys have any opinions so I, on what so I, might, I, might I look to do here? I took more of the uh, Daniel Jeremiah route here. I, I actually had DeAndre Swift slot, slotted into this, this Baltimore slot. I think that um, I think that Dobbins is, is the best uh, running back that that's going to come out of this class, but I think that Swift's going to be the first one off the board, and I that might not uh, might not be terrible for Baltimore to maybe try to slide in another weapon to give uh, Lamar Jackson and that offense just just someone else to kind of um, maybe because it, it seems like Mark Ingram really tried to thrive when he wasn't carrying every single first and second down ball. Um, so I had a running back slide into this slot. Um, but, uh, but I, but, but, but I could see Baltimore going any which way here because those guys are fucking stacked and make another run out of Lombardi this year. Yeah. So I had Baltimore tra- obviously trading up to 20 uh, spot up to get Kenneth Murray. Um, it wouldn't surprise me at all if they just stamped, stood Pat and got Murray at 20 at 28. Um, I guess just for the sake of this with Seattle's pick, I had them taking AJ Epineza from Iowa. Uh, just to kind of fill a need on the edge. Oh, obviously, with the Kalani situation still going on, but uh, 
I, I'm completely fine with consensusing that uh, Baltimore would probably go Kenneth Murray at 28 if they stood pat. We, we, That's, yeah, New Orleans. We had New Orleans fuck. taken. Well, God Murray would be it. gone. He'd be gone to uh, the right. Saints. So, but I, I'd also be okay if it was maybe like, like Delpit. Yeah. So here's another monkey wrench I'll throw in there. Fuckers. What if Miami were? What if Miami were to trade up, give like 39 and Houston's second round pick next year, and yeah, they come up to 28 yeah, and they, they take a running that. back? Because they, they, I know really you did, baby. Miles Jordan Stanford. Howard sucks. I told you that last year, Frankie. Um, but... So, you know, a second round pick next year to move up a lot of spots okay. that gives Baltimore some more capital next year. Um, and then they can move down and maybe you, target you, one of those you, linebackers you think Swift goes before Dobbins, something like that. Dobbins is better. Dobbins is better. I don't know. I think my number one, my number one running back in the class, I think, would be Clyde Edwards-Alaire from LSU. Um, I. It sounds like the the two running backs most likely to go in the first round are Swift and Edwards-Alaire, based on kind of what I've seen. I would think it would probably be one of those two guys that Miami would be trading up for, but I know they like Dobbins. They did host him before Corona on a visit, so it could be him. Um, I'd be really fine with, with any of those running backs, but I could definitely see them moving up here to get him to ensure, you know, you get a, you get ahead of a team like Kansas city who could be yeah. looking at one. Um, you get ahead of a team like the chargers in the second round, who could potentially be looking at adding a guy since they trade or since they lost Melvin Gordon? Um, so I could definitely see them trading up for a running back here. Fills a huge, huge need. Do you guys have a really a personal preference on who you think it would be? I I I like Dobbins the most. I I I just think that 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 uh, the first the first team that would take one would lean Swift, but I I like Dobbins the most. That could have a little bit of bias because I watched him run over Big Ten players just forever. Johnny, anything as we as we sift through these Trent Williams rumors that we're getting texted? <laughs> uh, I'm fucking um. Fuck, dude. I mean, we'll go Dobbins. Oh, sounds, shit. sounds good. Yeah, Dobbins. Dobbins. Do we have someone trading up for that? Miami is that what Miami we said? trading up? Miami's for, coming for up for Dobbins. it. Yeah. Baltimore dropping out of the first. Okay, okay. All right, 29, Tennessee. I might be able to make this one quick. They need an offensive tackle. They yeah. lost Jack Conklin. It sounds like it's pretty much a consensus that Ezra Cleveland goes in the first round. I fucking hate Ezra Cleveland. I think he's terrible. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll give you my quick little report that I had on him. He's very athletic, moves well in space. Um, he's not physical at all. His punch is terrible. Um, his pad level gets bad because even though he fires out low out of his stance, as soon as he gets hit, as soon as he gets hit, he pops straight up and he gets pushed back by any bull rush. Bull rush. Um, I I don't think he's athletic or physical enough to play tackle in the NFL. I think he's just an athlete more than a more than a football player. But it sounds like he's basically consensus to go in the first round. So that's why I would mock him here to to Tennessee. Yeah, I I had Tennessee mock to take uh, another offensive tackle. I had them mock to take Austin Jackson, but the more I hear, as I had, yeah, I I I had a mock uh, mock to take uh, Driscoll out of Auburn. 
Um, but uh, but it's it seems it seems like uh, it seems like Ezra Cleveland's uh, is definitely going somewhere in these first thirty two picks. So I can I, I I can I can fall on my sword on Cleveland here and just be okay that Tennessee is going to be the one of the teams that makes the playoffs one year and is out of it the next. Yep, I have I have Cleveland here too. He sucks though, and I would hate it for Titans fans because I sure they're a great group of people. But <laughs> this guy blows. Um, he blows and he blows. That's all you need to know. <laughs> number third, number thirty will be Green Bay. They can go a couple different directions here. Um, I think with the top level talent at receiver gone, even though I had Denzel Mims mocked them in my in my. Uh, my personal one, I think they could potentially wait here and pick up a receiver a little bit later on. Um, they could go offensive tackle. They did lose Brian Balaga, and you do have Austin Jackson sitting there still. Um, you could obviously take a receiver if you need to. They could also go linebacker here, maybe like a Zach Bond or someone like that that gives them a little bit of versatility because they did lose some guys there in the middle. Um they did lose Blake Martinez, like I said earlier, to the Giants, so that could be an option here as well. Um, any opinions that you guys have on this pick for Green Bay? So I, I actually did have Green Bay go in the wide receiver route. Um, the, the wide receiver I had mocked here there uh, isn't as good as some of the guys that are left, so I could definitely see Green Bay maybe trying to slide into, like, T. Higgins maybe, maybe Rigor as well. Michael Pittman would be there as well. Um, but I would lean the receiver route, and out of those guys, I think that T. Higgins is probably the best option out of there. So, or as Green Bay trying to get better in 2020, and and uh, and kind of going that route as giving someone who's not fucking Alan Lazard <laughs> the ball. He fucking Alan sucks, Lizard. dude. He is so bad. <laughs> <laughs> right so like i that that's where i think i think that i think that you 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 went the one year with the new coach and aaron Rodgers, and they were looking fine and then they fell apart and i i, I think that rogers is, is, is gonna maybe kind of give him a little bit of a wink wink nudge nudge give me someone who can catch the fucking ball and t higgins seems to be uh, like a big time playmaker type of guy i don't know if that's if that's maybe on their big board but Who's who's ever sitting on the wide receivers there? I think the pack and the Packers have to go that way. But I I who who knows? I, I'm, not, I'm not sure how Green Bay kind of does in these drafts. I'm not. They're always yeah. picking in these in the mid in, in the mid twenties anyway. So it's always a crapshoot mm-hmm. with them. So um, just a quick timeout with uh, some obviously uh, Square. You're getting the same info I am. Um, I don't know if you are double doing this, but if our other friend FaceTimes us with some possible Browns news while we're recording. Um, I have it set up that, like, it can project through my phone so we can hear what he's saying. So we oh, can hell keep yeah. uh, Frankie in the loop. If, if, Surprise yeah. guest. Um, we'll call we'll <laughs> call him uh, – we'll just call him Andrew Barry because uh, there's, uh, there's <laughs> apparently a bunch of smoke right now with the Browns. And the Redskins, but uh, I think Green Bay here, I think, does go receiver. I think it could either be Brandon Ayuk, T. Higgins. Um, I have Michael Pittman yeah. from USC. I, I, I see. Ooh, I, I had, like that. I, had, I, I had, really I had, like him. I had Pittman mocked. I, I had Pittman mocked there, but I also had 
Higgins and Rigo are above mm-hmm. him a little bit um, going earlier, but I love I feel like Pittman. I think he, that kick him f- outright fucking He'll be a great compliment to Devontae Adams. Um, yes, Dude 100%. has absolutely money hands. I mean, it's, it's, it's he's huge. He's huge, huge, huge receiver. <laughs> I feel like I feel like uh, Matt Lafleur can do some magic with uh, him. Adams. Perfect red perfect, zone yep, compliment. Perfect. Yep, perfect. you can run yeah. some stuff with him and Adams on the same side. Uh, so I have Michael Higgins Pitt. is on that same yeah, boat. Yeah, well. I'm okay well. with Pittman. hundred percent okay with Pittman. I feel like I feel like Packers fans at this point, if it's either Higgins, Pittman, or Ayuk, maybe not Ayuk, but if it's Pittman or Higgins, like Rigor, like maybe Packers, yeah. Yeah, Jalen Rieger, I think <laughs> Packers fans will be very happy with the pick made here. I'm cool with Pittman. I like him a little bit more than T. Higgins, so we'll go, yeah, we'll go Pittman I'm here. Definitely okay with Pittman. Uh, 31, the 49ers. I think they'd like to trade down, but I don't know if there's anyone people would actually trade up for in this situation. Um, they need a corner, and based on like the mold that they like to go with, I would think it would be down to either – um, Trayvon Diggs from Alabama or AJ Terrell from Clemson. I, in my mock, like I said earlier, I had Terrell going 20 to Jacksonville and I had Diggs going 32, the next pick to Kansas City. They already traded back and picked up some picks. I'd like to think, like I said, they'd like to trade back more, but I don't know if they can. I think they'd probably go corner here, um, unless you guys have any other opinions. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely okay uh, with with the with, with your Terrell pick. I'd also be okay if it was Fulton. I think that that kid's definitely still a stud, even though he might he might even be slipping a little bit here as well um, in this first round. But I, I I think that your Terrell pick or even Trayvon Diggs, I'm I I think they go DB just just to kind of sure up uh, op- opposite Richard Sherman's side. So I have the Niners trading out of the first round with the Texans. Uh, somehow Bill O'Brien does something, and I have them taking Ross. Bla- <laughs> I have them taking uh, Ross Blaylock, the DT out of TCU. Mm. That's a good. I pick. actually, yeah, that is that, that. That's actually not a bad pick either. I, I'd actually be okay with that. I I have the that the Del Pitt safety mocked at the moment, but I'm but I'm I'm okay going. I that's pray that guy well. somehow falls to the Browns. <laughs> Because that kid's fucking good. Which is weird because I was watching something today where he had such a good 2018 and then they said he had kind of an average 2019. And uh, I don't know. I I I hope he falls to the brown and orange. Johnny, in that mock, did you or in that trade, would you have him given up like 41, 11, and 171 for 31? Oh, let's see. I had. I had 41 and 171. Well, it's not a lot. Kind of surprising. All right. We'll, we'll go with that trade. Houston trades up. Um, hold on. Let me work this out. Houston trades up for Blaylock. Like you said, they get back into the first round here. Bill O'Brien. <laughs> God only knows what he's going to do. We're just looking at this, and the picks that they don't have next year is also hilarious. So Houston trades up. They take Blaylock here at 31 and then the last pick of the first round Kansas City Chiefs again I said they were mocked uh, Trevon Diggs and mine I think they probably like AJ Terrell a little bit better here that would be my pick here for KC at 32 um you guys had Terrell at 31 right I had Terrell at 20 oh you had him at 20 I had him at I have him 
at 32 to the Chiefs. But uh, yeah, that I mean, he's the best corner that I would think would be available. So that's yeah. who I have going um, here. I guess another player too. I know Frankie mentioned it. Maybe Diggs from Bama. I feel like KC might go corner or just trade out. I'm not honestly at this point of the draft. I'm not really sure what to expect. Yeah, I I have a DB here as well. Um, the one the one that I had mocked, we we had taken um a, a few picks higher, but I I would look at Terrell or Diggs here from Alabama. Um, but I think that AJ Terrell's um not a terrible pick to add to the Super Bowl champs. So we'll go we'll go Terrell there then to finish up the first round of the draft. I'll run through it real quick. Joe Bur- Joe Burrow to Cincy, Chase Young to Washington, Jeff Okuda as the Lions stay at three. Jedrick Wills, four to the Giants. Tua goes five to the Dolphins, despite all the smoke. Herbert, six to the Chargers. Isaiah Simmons, seven to the Panthers. Derek Brown, eight to the Cardinals, our first trade. The Broncos give up 15, 46, and a fourth next year to go from 15 to nine to take Jerry Judy at 10. Mm -hmm. The Browns take Andrew Thomas, 11. Jets grab CeeDee Lamb, 12. The Raiders reincarnate Al Davis, take Henry Ruggs, 13. The Falcons trade up a couple spots. They give up 16-78 in a third next year. They take C.J. Henderson. The Bucks stay at 14, take Werfs from Iowa. 15 after the Jags trade down, they end up with Javon Kinlaw. And 16 after the 49ers trade down, they end up with Cesar Ruiz. 17, the uh, Cowboys stay there. They take Caleb on Chasen. Uh, At 18, the Dolphins end Mekhi Becton slide. 19, the Raiders take Jeff Gladney from TCU. 20, the Vikings straight up a couple spots. They grab Jalen Johnson, the corner from Utah. 21, the Birds grab Justin Jefferson. 22, after moving down a couple spots, the Jags grab Patrick Queen. 23, the Pats grab Yater Gross Matos. 24, the Saints pass on a quarterback, take Kenneth Murray from Oklahoma. 25, Denzel Mims goes to replace Stephon Diggs in Minnesota. 26, Xavier McKinney helps shore up the back end of that Dolphins defense. 27, the Colts trade in, grab Jordan Love. They give up 34 and 44. 28, J.K. Dobbins goes to the Dolphins. They give up 39-154 and a second-round pick next year. Uh, 29, Ezra Cleveland goes to the Tennessee Titans. 30, Michael Pittman goes to the Green Bay Packers, the receiver from USC. 31, Bill O'Brien somehow trades back into the first round to take Ross Blaylock from TCU at 32. The Chiefs take A.J. Terrell, the corner, from Clemson. That does it for our first-round mock draft. Look at that. It took us two recordings to make it happen, but we made it happen. (laughs) Wow. Longest episode in history, and it wasn't even a TED Talk. Yes. So that was – that was good though. We got a lot of a lot of analysis yeah, was, in. We'll undoubtedly that was good, but we'll undoubtedly we have sports get, back tomorrow, boys. Get five or less of these picks right. I, I would set the I would set the over under at like five and a half. I'm okay with that, and I and I'm gonna go over. I'll go over the five and a half because shit could hit the fan <laughs> right off the bat. So we'll see what happens. But uh, real real quick before we before we sign off, we we've teased it a couple times while we've been recording. We've been getting some texts from a subscription-based system um, that 
the Browns may be close to acquiring Trent Williams, which oh, would then man. give them some options what they do at 10 or if they would potentially move down, what they could think about doing there. Before we started recording, I brought up a scenario where maybe they trade like 97, a conditional pick next year for Trent Williams. And let's say like Minnesota wants to offer 22 and 25 to move all the way up to number 10. And let's say the Browns can come out of this with like Patrick Queen and maybe Cesar Ruiz doesn't go that high. Or maybe they end up with Xavier McKinney and Patrick Queen and and Trent Williams in the first round. That would that would be something nasty. Um that that could you know find Jerry could, Judy to find to replace Diggs. Yeah, or they, or C D <laughs> Lamb or right. Henry Ruggs or someone <laughs> like that. So it it definitely makes sense. It would be right. it would be real interesting to see, you know, if the Browns do acquire Trent Williams before the draft tomorrow, what they then do at number ten because that definitely takes them out of the offensive tackle market. Mm-hmm. Should it, be an exciting night. It, it's 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 going to be nice just to have some sort something. of sport. Besides, obviously the last dance was cool, but I mean this is, you know, this is live uh, shit. The Browns right? fans, where you can probably feel the same. I mean, the Browns are they're getting closer to being a competing team. Obviously, I'm interested to see how this new regime handles its first draft. Um, I'm just excited, man. I'm excited to have some sort of sport back. Right. It's, it's just and, and it's also and, uh, and and I know I, I, I've heard of different uh, different social media platforms, but just uh, everyone being together watching the same sporting event is awesome to do again. Right. Just everyone being on the same page of what's happening live is kind of cool. And it's just right. It's just it's sports. They're they're not back, but it's it's something, right? It's something to analyze. It's something to dig into, and it's just right. And you can you're you're able to kind of put your your fan brain in in into uh in like you, you can make some actions here, right? There's there's shit to analyze. It's good. It's good. Thank God. So the pod will drop. This will when you're listening to this, it will be draft day. So happy draft day. Make sure when you wake up, you listen to Drake's draft day, as I do every draft day to get myself ready. Uh, especially the whole Johnny Manziel part, who is, I'm not shitting you, about to get taken by the Browns as we wrap this up <laughs> on, on ESPN2. So you can go ahead and tune into that. Uh, watch the highlights of that tomorrow or well, today when you're listening to this sometime. So, uh, Hopefully, from all of us to the Godfather, if you made it through all this, hopefully you feel better. If you didn't get through all this, fuck you. You suck. Because uh, you won't hear I any hope of this anyway. I hope your draft pick – yeah, you won't hear this, but I hope your draft pick gets injured if you're not a Browns fan. Guys, if Justin Jefferson falls to the Eagles, I'm going to be so fucking excited. I know you'll be you'll be <laughs> unable to be contained. So we'll wrap oh. it up with that. Thanks to everyone to listen to this two-hour-long draft episode. Uh, we appreciate it. We'll be back next week uh, with some draft grades or so. I don't know. I don't know what we'll have. We'll I have don't know. We'll have. <laughs> There'll be something. We're, we're getting close to the sports. Don't worry though. So once again, thank you. We'll talk to you next week. Peace.